0: This podcast is sponsored by Turney Fungicide. Nothing takes out tough diseases like Turney. Learn more at valentpro.com slash This
1: is Kyle Brown for the Superintendent Radio Network. I am here today with Jason Fozzie, uh, Research and Development Specialist for Valent Professional Products. This is uh, Jason's second time here with us at SRN. How are you doing today, Jason? Oh, I'm doing great, Kyle. Good. We're glad to have you back. I'm excited to talk a little bit today about late winter herbicides, and specifically, we're going to touch on goosegrass, which I know is something that a lot of superintendents deal with, and it, it's a it's a real pest because we know it it can develop resistances pretty quickly. Just what is goosegrass, and how do you identify it on the course?
0: Well, Kyle, goosegrass is one of those weeds that you know is very common for a lot of folks to deal with. You know, overall, it's an annual grass, and what makes it kind of really challenging in the big scheme of things is that, say, compared to, to crabgrass or some of the other annual grasses that people will be dealing with, it germinates about three to four weeks later in the summer. And the other thing is there's not a lot of good post emergent herbicide options to control those grass. So what we really find is that we try to lean on our pre-emergence herbicide to carry us all through the summer to try to control this annual grass. And really, as far as the identification of it, it's like most of our annual grasses that when they're very small seedlings, you kind of pull back that leaf blade and, and take a look at the ligule, and you'll find a small membranous ligule with some hairs on the leaves. That's kind of your initial identification tool. But then really later in the season, what really makes it very typical and kind of stand out is it has this more, instead of an upright growth habit for most of our annual grasses, more of a prostrate or low-growing growth habit. And that really makes it unique compared to most of our other annual grasses.
1: Well, what makes it such a, uh, a problem on the golf course? What kind of problems can it cause for superintendents?
0: Well, one of the big things is, is like I said, it, it tends to germinate a little bit later in the summer. It's difficult to control with most of our post-emergence materials. And the other thing is it's very sensitive to cool weather. It's one of the first annual grasses in the fall that once you start to get cool weather, you'll find it turns off color, kind of a purple brownish color. It actually can die, especially in in a lot of areas. We still really might be wanting to maintain that turf at very high quality. So it's one of those weeds that it happens to get into that turf grass, but in the fall, it's not going to look very nice at all. Not only have a weed in there, but it's an unsightly color, and you still might have a lot of activity on that turf.
1: Well, you touched a little bit on the treatment options. I know they're a little bit limited, but what are some of the options that we have to look at?
0: Well, traditionally, you know, our main material when we look at goosegrass has been a pre-emergence program based around the active ingredient in RONSTAR, which is oxidized. It's traditionally been a, a very effective treatment, but like you said, there has been some reports of a resistance or more what I'd call more of a, a traditional tolerance here where we don't see maybe in some cases quite the level of activity as we did in the past with a RONSTAR application. But that really has kind of been the backbone. If you look at many of our materials that are out there, they're just not that effective pre-emergence, primarily because this weed germinates so late from the application timing. And kind of like we first mentioned here, you know, really the ideal timing is coming up quite soon here in late winter to get your pre-emergence application out before this weed starts to germinate.
1: When we're looking at late winter then, that's going to be the, the best time to really deal with this particular weed?
0: Yeah, like I said, relative to, say, crabgrass, where there are some materials uh, such as drives that are very effective post-emergence on crabgrass, it's much weaker on goosegrass. So it's one of these weeds, again, it kind of comes on a little bit later, say July, August, is when it really becomes a little more noticeable in turf. And at that point in time, there's some material that you can apply, but again, they're not ultra-effective. So we tend to look at pre-emergence products. now. There has been an introduction in a new product, Spectacle, that seems to have very good activity on goosegrass, But that's something that's still getting worked out. But again, a lot of the options out there are relatively limited for this material.
1: Well, and one of the major difficulties is that it seems to develop resistances so quickly.
0: Well, I think two things kind of come to mind real quickly. And, and the first one really is, is herbicide rotation. I think uh, whenever we talk about resistance, we always try to talk about using herbicides with different modes of action and that's something with this weed that's been somewhat difficult now you can certainly rotate modes of action I think that that does help so that would be one key thing but then probably the other key kind of would really be a timely application we see a lot of cases split application to try to maintain and really get the most of the material that we are applying I think in a lot of cases as far as with this weed some of the resistance or Kind of increase in tolerances come from applications that are probably made not at the ideal timing, which in a sense leaves weeds to break through a little bit easier, and in time you see more of a weed shift to where this weed becomes more of a problem, and I think that's really in the field what we've seen in a lot of cases in some of these maybe off-timed applications leading to bigger problems down the road.
1: Well, it sounds like timing is a, is a really big part of this. What else should we be looking at when we're thinking about uh, late season application like this?
0: Well, I think that that's kind of the real key is when we look at the late season winter application, is really at that point in time matching up the right material for the problems or primary problems that you may be dealing with. If it's a particular broadleaf weed or if it's goosegrass or crabgrass, ensuring that you're picking the materials, that have the strongest activity on your real target weed. I've always found is really the key, as far as developing a nice, sound program that really provides the level of activity that you're looking for.
1: All right, that's going to be really helpful for our superintendents right now. Do you have any advice? Any other advice about uh, winter application?
0: Well, I think there's a lot of good reference materials out there, Kyle, that can really assist in what I was mentioning, as far as you know, knowing your target weed and then really trying to develop a herbicide program around those target weeds to ensure that you do have the right herbicide matched with what is your primary, primary weed of interest that you'd be targeting. And that, that would really be what I'd like to lead people with today is matching up product with what you have. A new reference that I've been using here lately, there's many at, at most of the traditional universities that have strong agriculture and in particular turfgrass programs. But the one that I've found that is a nice comprehensive review is a publication by Purdue University. The turfgrass program there has just released the book last year and updated it again this this year that is a nice comprehensive guide across warm season and cool season turfgrass and lists all the materials that are registered, what turfgrass species they are, and really the strengths and weaknesses of all the materials. So a nice comprehensive single source that contains this type of information that I'm talking about.
1: Wow, that sounds really useful. I really appreciate your help today. I I, I think that this will be a big help to our superintendents out there as they're getting ready to take on these weeds. So thanks so much for your help.
0: Well, thank you very much, Kyle.